Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show with Kimberly Meredith. Get ready for a live hour of powerful healing miracles. She's a world-renowned medical intuitive, trans-channel, psychic surgeon, and spiritual teacher. Relax and breathe in. You are now entering the fifth dimension. When calling, please do not mention any personal medical details or conditions. Kimberly will use her medical mediumship abilities to remotely detect your medical situation and connect you to your loved ones on the other side. Please call in now at 515-605-9709. That's 515-605-9709. Welcome to the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show tonight. We are doing a special show tonight honoring Memorial Weekend and all of the people that have passed serving our country over the years, the veterans, the military, people we have lost. Um, It's been such a journey. Welcome tonight, um, our special edition of Tuesday on the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. Welcome to the Fifth Dimension. Um, this is a really special, special, special night. I'm dedicating this night to Rob Gretler, who was a client of mine, who was a um, firefighter, New York police, um, police fighter, who pulled out a lot of people out of Twin Towers and is no longer with us. So we are dedicating the show to Rob Gretler tonight. Um, and um, he was a very, very special client of mine and um, a very, very, very special story. Um, Rob was a an amazing, amazing man, um, one that when it hit New York, he just could not stop. He had to keep going back in and pulling people out, and he just kept doing it, pulling them out, pulling them out, and when he was diagnosed with um, cancer, he came to me, found out about me. And when he came into my office, he had little time to live. And he had um, um, a very interesting story. And it is in my book called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. His story is in there. And um, he said, Kimberly, I have... Um, children, I have fiance and do it do what you think that the Holy Spirit wants. You know, do it do what you want because I want to live. You know, I want to live. He never regretted what he did, um, the lives that he saved. Um, but he was such an amazing fighter, um, you know, and and a believer in the Holy Spirit a believer in God, a believer in the miracles that he he lived many, many years um, on the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Spirit. And um, I'm not going to tell you the full story because I want you to pick up my book called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension and read the miracle stories. Read the miracle stories. And not only read the miracle stories in, in the book, but understand that when you when you when you proclaim your healing like Rob did, and you proclaim you you receive the healing of the Holy Spirit, and you have the dedication to the Holy Spirit like Rob, um, and and the people that go to war, and as we speak right now, the war is not over. We are fighting right now. People are dedicating their lives right now. Um, but like Rob, he, he, he couldn't stop. He kept going back into Twin Towers and pulling out children and pulling out women and men to save their lives. And when he came into the office, he said, I believe that the Holy Spirit can heal me. I believe. And when I went in to scan him and I found all of those lumps and tumors throughout his body um, that was created from him doing that, that heroic, heroic, being a hero, heroic work 
um, one of the um, masses that was in his body that they couldn't get out, the Holy Spirit removed it from him, um, is in the appendix too. Um, you'll see there's Sally's breast cancer miracle, there's um, the children's miracle, and there's his miracle in there. And I do believe that when we have these miracles, there are miracles that the 9-11 heroes of New York City, the Twin Towers, and the veterans and the military women and men that went out there and are out there and have gone on, they deserve so much credit for our freedom that we have right now and what's going to happen in the future in the years to come we need to understand that every day that we get up in our lives remember not only rob's miracles but the chills that they're communicating to us is the awakening to our own lives and when he said to me I'll never forget when he looked in my eyes and he said to me, I'll do whatever you say. I'll drink gasoline because I want to live and I want to, I want, I want, I, that, it's that hunger. It's that determination to live, to be alive, to, to do something, to serve for other people. That's, that's the drive, that's the will, the will to, that's the will that he had to go back in again and save another person. So what I'm trying to say to you right now is that why do people go back and fight to save people's lives? Because we're here to serve we're here to serve, and we're here to awaken the valuable lesson of entering into this Christ consciousness. And even though Rob passed away, he lived longer, and through his teachings, he positioned himself now to connect with us from the other side. And he's still teaching. He's still teaching and he's still working. He's working from the other side and he's teaching. And he's connecting. I connect with him all the time. And he also, um, through his work, is, is helping us through the next few years understand so many things that are so valuable to us and understanding that not only we can be healed, but one of the biggest things that I learned from Rob with um, being a new healer and a new teacher when I was working with him was getting out from under the understanding of being, um, let me read you something from this, and then I'm going to introduce a very special guest that's here. Um, what I'm going to tell you about is getting out from under the information of when you get something like um, cancer and something that's so detrimental, sometimes it's good to get out from being constricted in feeling like you can't talk about it, feeling like it's a, it's a bad thing to say that you have this disease or you have to go to the hospital feeling like it's a negative thing. And in fact, he was such a warrior that he was actually um, rooting on uh, people and he would say, you know, it, it was okay that you had to go there and that you could do both. You could do a little of holistic healing and be at the hospital and that it was okay um, to own it. And he would often say, you know, bad, a bad word like F and suck cancer and stuff like that. So um, it was a very interesting experience um, 
to see that. And actually, when he had a chance to get out of the hospital um, and take breaks and go home, he was very empowered, um, his energy. So if any of you today are calling on and you're going through something like this, we want to hear how you're feeling. And if you had gone to Vietnam or you had gone to um, different war uh, military and fought and you are going through something right now, I want to hear how you're feeling. I want to hear how you're, what you're going through and how you're, you're, you know, you're, you're feeling and going through certain kind of systems. Right now I'm going to bring on my guest. Um, his name is Steve Dempsey. He's a really good friend of mine. I've worked with him on a television show I used to work on. And he's an amazing um, musician. So thanks, Steve, for being here. Tell Hello, us a little Jim, bit about uh, you. Good. A little bit about me, uh, huh? Yeah, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. And I know recently you've had a passing in the family. But um, let's talk about what you do, your day-to-day life. And who's Steve Dempsey? Thanks for being on Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. No, well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to uh, come on as a guest with you. We've had a long friendship going way back to uh, when I was a prop master for all my children. Um, you were uh, our medical technician. You'd come in and advise our actors on uh, what would be proper procedure and what would look best for on camera. And uh, you were able to uh, come do a lot of our medical scenes with us. And over the months and years that we were there, uh, we developed a pretty good friendship um, because we had uh, some time in between uh, the scenes that you had. And you'd come in, hang out in the office, and uh, we got to know each other really well. And I think it's amazing, uh, more so how I knew who you were um, before you had your near-death experience and how you've changed after that. And I think it's very amazing of some of the miracles and wondrous things that I've seen come from you um, that I knew before uh, they were reawoken. And um, I think that is uh, very cool, very wonderful, very miraculous, very uh, blessed, and um, as we continued, I now am the um, prop master at Days of Our Lives. I've been there for over 13 years, have almost 3,000 episodes under my belt with them, um, yeah. and then I've recently um, produced a short film and also got to uh, do my first film score for it, and as well as uh, some audio mixing prop master and uh, set decorating um, but uh, that's my my day job as a musician um, I'm always uh, working to uh, create music uh, whether it's for film or for my bands or uh, when I come and play for Kim when she's doing her uh, live healing uh, yeah. seminars and uh you know, it's 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 been a great journey over, gee, since like 2008, I would think. It's been about 15 years we've known each other. So, um, yeah, I feel really Amazing. blessed to have you as a friend. And, you know, it's been tough this last month because uh, my father passed away. And uh, we... Uh, honored him in, in a, a ceremony on May 17th, and he was a former Navy man, so we did a military-style ceremony and burial where we had the flag and the naval color guard and the bugler. It was very beautiful, and it was nice to have the flag folded and presented to my mom um, and honored with such a great father I had. So that's kind of why I'm here to have a uh, large group prayer and maybe try to connect and see, you know, if there's any messages to pass on to my family, my brother, my sister, my mom, um, or if there's any other of my spirit guides that want to come 
give me some guidance and uh, expand the love and light that I'm trying to do every day. Yeah, I I definitely feel um, that as a group collective right now, as we're all listening, I definitely feel such great uh, love for your dad. Do you want to say his full name to everybody? His name is Donald Lewis Dempsey. He was born November 11th, 1943. He's got the angel number 1111 for a birthday. And uh, he was 79. He would have been 80 on his next birthday. Yeah, um, the guys are blinking um, that they're sending him so much love. And he's here right now, actually. I feel him that he came right in when we called him in. So we're sending um, your family, your mom, and your whole family such love. And we're glad you're going to stay on the show with us, Steve, the whole hour. Mm -hmm. And we'll be saying prayers for everybody. This whole hour is dedicated to your dad. And um, we believe by the power of accepting our higher consciousness and the healing through the Holy Spirit that we don't ever die. We believe your dad will be living on for infinity and beyond. And we'll be... um, living with you forever and helping you as you continue with your service here in our world and our mission to serve people. Yes, that's Um, uh, great. Thank you. Yeah, we're supporting everybody's energy and um, prayer today and invoking um, healing. I want to say a prayer right now. Um, We believe fully and freely by accepting the awakening in the fifth dimension and trusting by fully being in our fifth dimensional higher consciousness that we can have a beautiful heart love frequency through God and through abundantly living in our truth and by being healed in this loving energy and feeling the love and peace and gratitude moving away from third-dimensional energy and moving in a fifth-dimensional higher space of Christ's light, we know that not only um, that the love of Steve's dad and anyone that's hearing the show right now, if you've lost a loved one or a pet or um, a child or anybody that know that they're still here with us. They're still with us. They are being comforted that we are opening our hearts to you right now on this show and we are giving you the emotional support that you may need through these times. Namaste. So we're going to take some calls. Um, If it's okay, Steve, do you mind also giving people some support through the next hour if they're asking questions, we both can answer maybe some questions from people uh, when they come yeah, back. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Okay, great. Yeah, so we're both going to be here for people when they call in. They can be medical questions, but we also want to honor. Um, do you want to, um, before we do that, do you want to tell us a little bit about your dad? Did he um, go and serve in the military before we yeah, go to he, take questions? He was U.S. Navy. He was in there between 65 to 67. He went in when he was 17, and uh, he was in for three years. He uh, was stationed in Long Beach for the first couple of years and then ended up in Pearl Harbor for his final year. Um, he wasn't in any wartime, but he was a machinist, so he would dock next to um, our fighter ships, and he would remachine parts and everything to keep them uh, combat ready and um, make sure that they were seaworthy. So we had a very important role to keep the fleet um, in top shape and um, fortunate that uh, he didn't have to face wartime. You know, I don't wish that on anybody, um, but uh, he was ready and he was trained. So if it was called upon him, he would have done it in a heartbeat. Um, so, yes, he was uh, 
very proud Navy man. Um, anytime he would go to a memorial event um, and he would see fellow uh, naval officers, um, he would uh, get in conversations with them and they would talk about old Navy times. Um, he always seemed to uh, make friends and and uh, um, really loved to uh, talk about that time when he was in the Navy. Aww. And what was your relationship like with your dad? Um, we were very close. Um, he was uh, my baseball coach um, with my other family friend all through Little League uh, and even volunteered to be uh, one of our high school coaches. And then uh, after I got through high school and I went into college, then he was my biggest fan. He was at all my games. He was the first one to cheer my name when I would come up on the mound. I was a pitcher. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I think baseball got us really close. Um, I did get a minor league contract, and he was there when I got the phone call. And, you know, it was such a celebration because it felt like both of us achieved that. So, you know, it was uh, very great times that we shared with uh, baseball, whether talking about it, watching it, playing it, playing catch, Um, He also uh, did that with my brother and my sister. She played softball, and my brother was a catcher. So we were uh, pitcher and catcher all the way through Little League and uh, high school. So it was nice to have our dad to be able to coach us uh, through all those times and then to be able to help out um, to get my sister um, ready for playing softball. He would even play catch later on with uh, my daughter. So. You know, there's such a love for the game and appreciation yeah. and what it does for the time, you know, to, to bring people together. That's so sweet. Yeah, I, I definitely feel I'm connecting with him right now, and he's definitely excited that we're on the show. And um, he keeps trying to communicate something with me um, over and over again about I'm getting chills. Um, did you Did you – Something about did you were you guys doing something on Sundays together? On Sunday, keeps going on about something about it on a Sunday. Um, did you guys do something on Sundays together when you were growing up? We would. We well, we would. We went to church, you know, with yeah. Uh, he keeps my saying mom. on Sundays. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Over and over again, he's saying, yeah. Okay. He was he was he was very helpful with the church with my mom. They would set up yeah. um, the church with all yeah, the candles and keeping yeah. the candle going. Um, yeah, and he he worked mm-hmm. um, double jobs sometimes to put us through private schools. So we yeah. had a strong connection with the church and with his faith. Um, and he he was in a private school as a kid. And, uh, you know, he wanted to make sure we had the best education and we were protected and we were uh, a little more shielded from negativity that was happening in the public schools. So, you know, we're very fortunate that uh, they made the sacrifice, my mom and dad, to cover the tuition to uh, get us into uh, the private schools. Yeah, I feel like your brother is a little bit of different energy than you. Um, I feel yeah. like it's funny because your brother, he's telling me uh, that you were, uh, maybe your brother was, was your brother more of a little bit more of a mischiefy? Um, uh, maybe, I don't know. He's kind of uh, the ladies' man. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's telling me. He's telling me that you were different than your brother, and your brother had to handle your brother a little bit more different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. Yeah. I'm the middle child, so my mom yeah. says that uh, I was very affectionate baby, and you know, any time that they yeah. held me, that I would hold on really tight. So um, I have a strong connection and, with both of them. Yeah, still. and he's telling me your sister's really. Um, he, he he's doing okay. He's like he wants me to tell you, I love you. I'm fine. I'm with God. I love all you guys. Um, he's saying, Kimberly, tell tell your your sister. What's your sister's name? Because he's telling me about your sister right now. 
My sister's name is Debbie. Okay. He's telling me... Wait, I don't know. You never told me anything about... So just want everyone to know, and you can tell everybody, you've never told me anything about your your family. Nothing. No. He's telling me that. No. And, yeah. yeah, nothing. And so your sister, he's saying, she loves to help people. And she's yes. like a real helper and a giver. And he says, I'm so proud of her. I love that she helps and she cares for people, Kimberly. Make sure to tell, tell my, my son, I'm so proud of her that she's so caring and helpful and, and yeah, does such great work in the world. What does she do? Um, well, she's very sweet with helpful remembering and, yeah. everybody's birthdays. Yeah, very um, she gives sweet. The best gifts. She does the most yeah. uh, attention into wrapping her gifts and signing and her writing her yeah. cards and such a um, sweet person. Yeah, yeah, he keeps saying over and over again. And yeah, um, he's telling me, go ahead, go ahead, tell us. I, I was just saying she's, you know, she's very quiet and she she worked for um, Harvard Westlake School out here yeah. in Sherman Oaks. And she moved recently to South Bend, Indiana, and now she's relocated to uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, but she's still working remotely for the school. Yeah. So um, he, he, he keeps telling me over and over again, she, she's really doing something with God. Like she's really, he's telling me that they're really watching. She's just so filled with God. Yeah. She's uh, she's got a really good energy, full of love, really sensitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, very know, much. It was a hard loss. Yeah, wow, very much. Nice. Anyway, he's also telling me real quick um, that um, one more thing he wants to say before he lets us go on with the show. He's saying something <laughs> about. Um, he's saying, "I want to make sure you know that I'm 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 a, I'm um, my." My soulmate, he's saying that the, the, the twin soulmate, um, you know, that you and I are soulmates, you and him. You know, you guys are. Um, you know, because it could be a, a twin a soulmate can be a son and also can be my life partner, which is my wife. But you were uh, connected in that way. Oh, that's good to know. And I yeah, and you'll see me again. He was he with says, my mom, too. We'll see each other. Yeah. yeah. I'll see and you on the other side. Yeah. yeah. So he's saying, I'll see you on the other side. And yeah. um, thank you for being with him at the last, um, you know, the last hours, you know, being around. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so any, any other thing you want to ask? Um, if he has a message maybe for my mom or for my sister or my brother. Um, I think he already gave the questions, the, the, um, the messages he wanted to give to your sister. She's yeah. really happy with the work that she's doing right now. And then it, I, the message he's giving to you was something about your leg. And he keeps going on and on about a leg of some sort, somebody's mm. leg. So I don't know what that is. Something Maybe about my wife's leg. foot? Yeah, somebody's foot or leg he's talking about. Maybe. And that's more of a health Maybe. thing going on. Yeah, some kind maybe, of circulation. Maybe my in a wife. Leg. Yeah, maybe might my be. Wife. Yeah, there's a leg circulation problem going on with somebody. He's telling me. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's take some um, let's take some questions now. I think he's going to want to help people tonight from the other side. He's All good. right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be. Good. So let's see what um, Dan has. Anybody? Is there anybody on the line, Dan? I love November 11th, 11-11. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if Dan here. Dan? Hey, Kimberly, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, okay, great. So we have Karen on the line? Okay, great. Hi, Karen. Honored that I get to talk to you. Wow. Hi, Karen, where are you you from? Walnut Creek. Oh, great. So you're on the line with with, uh, Steve Dempsey and me and... And all the guides are here. Yeah. I'm the only female that's a war veteran, I'm sure. Um, oh, I wow. served in Desert Storm. Mm, thank, thank you for your service. Thank okay. you. I, I took care of the yeah. wounded and aerovac them out. Um, tell us, out of country tell, us a, tell us your experience, because people tonight are listening in on experiences and what you went through. Well, it was the worst part is leaving my kids. I had two little ones, a 23-month-old and a 5-year-old. But I got the orders in the middle of the night about 4 a.m. I got the phone call that I was going and uh, to just bring my B4 bag and no more than 60-some pounds. And then so I showed up the next day and got fitted with my helmet and my flak jacket. And we went out on, I think it was Trump Airlines, during war, they activate these, they call them crafts, civilian reserve air fleets that they have, you know, and, you know, to help get people in the war zone because all their other aircraft are busy, you know, yeah. with the war. Anyway, wow. but, yeah, so we were packed in like sardines. and Wow. Yeah, there was, there was friendly fire that I saw, you know, people that, you know, mistakenly shot someone else or, because yeah. you know, they have all these weapons, and then we've had you know we have we were there with dust dust storms and we call them dozen dozers these huge um, I guess two ton trucks or something that um, would roll over in the desert and a few of our doctors um, had almost died well, I mean they were really in horrible shape you know they didn't know where they were and they were just it was horrible. You know, they were just crying and crying out for, I guess, their wife or their kids, and yeah, and that was horrible. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then we saw people that we were right there with, and they and they were flying out of the country, and it said on their medical records that something about anxiety for the what was it called, alarm red. You know, you have to run to shelter, and we were yeah. all like, well, we have anxiety too. You yeah, know, but um, so send us all home. Exactly. But, exactly. Yeah, you know. So I'm really grateful. You know, I came home alive. When I was there, I was in Riyadh, and our sister squadron was in Bahrain, and they all died one night just playing Trivial Pursuit around seven or eight o'clock at night. And wow, after that, none of us complained about anything. We were just, oh, so horrible, devastating news. Yeah, exactly. But but coming home, I felt like I had the strength like I never had. I was, like, invincible because I came back home alive, you know. It's hard for me to give up my gas mask. You know, I still had it on me on the plane, you know, because we had it on so many times in the middle of the night. I slept in my flak jacket and my boots and everything because... You had to go to shelter so many times yep. um, in the middle of the night. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, have a, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. So anyway, I had a really good friend at the time, and we took this Air Command Staff College, which is horrible. But, uh, you know, I, I'm a nurse, and, you know, you're a nurse second, you're an officer first, so we had to take this officer's class a nine-month program, and uh, she wanted to do it, and I said, all right, yep, because I thought there's never any way I want to do that by myself, so it'll be easier to do it with another person. So, yeah, we did that and passed, and I got promoted, and yeah, and then I retired um, in 05 after 24 years. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
And my dad was thrilled when I went back to New York to show him my discharge page papers and my, I guess, DD-242, your honor, and now I can't even think of the words, the honor discharge thing, that, and I had some other, um, oh, you know, they come, these big, um, I can't even think of the word, but they come in a roll, these things you get from the president that signs, you know, thank you for your service and blah, blah, blah. And signed by the president, of course. And uh, anyway, my dad was so happy to see that. And it was really nice to show him because my family was all worried, my parents and my siblings, not my ex. <laughs> or Yeah, he just said, yeah. well, you're not shooting in the front line, so you're just a nurse. But I was right there with all the missile attacks, and I have some hearing loss as a result of it. And yeah, it's a little PTSD which um, I'm getting excellent care at the VA, which I never okay. realized the VA is so wonderful, but, yeah, they're great. Yeah, the VA is. Yeah. yeah. So I've been well, having thank you. decades. I, I, thank is you, there a Kimberly. question you want to ask um, the guys before yeah. we, we're going to go to commercial break? But right before we go to commercial break, I just want to say how much I appreciate you calling in our show right now. And it's hard for me to hold back my tears because I know how horrifying Desert Storm must have been. you have anything you want yeah. to say, Steve, when you're listening to this Thank story? You. Thank you, Kimberly. Well, I think it's amazing that uh, anybody who has to go through those times, whether they're in the front lines, in the back lines or whatever, there is um, – a pressure and a fear of what is going to happen, what could happen. So you have to deal with a lot wherever you are, even if you're um, stationed back in the States. But, you know, thank you very much for what you did. And, you know, I'm sure uh, a lot of people made it back because of you. And oh, thank um, you, you know, that, that was a long uh, amount of time that you dedicated to serving your country. So anything that uh, comes as a benefit is not taken lightly. I believe that you guys deserve everything um, that they give and more uh, for your service. So thank you very much. Well, thank, thank you, you so yes, much. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, We're all going to send you um, supportive energy and love and healing. So oh, thank that you. deep breath thank you very much. to you. Sending you so much love and support for you, and um, anyone listening out there that served, we love, we love you. We're going to be right back. We're going to go to a break right now. Thank you for calling in. You're listening to the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show on Blog Talk Radio, and we'll be right back with Steve Dempsey and the Spirit Guides are here tonight, and his beautiful father is with us. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kimberly Meredith, medical intuitive healer and author. My new book is called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing. This book was channeled through my guides of Christ's light to help you embark on your own journey toward healing through divine miracles. My guides want you to have the information in this book in order to help you heal and improve every aspect of your life, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. We achieve this by raising your consciousness into the fifth dimension, where miracles and divine healing happen every day. You'll get nutritional and lifestyle plans and information. All this can be found on my website at thehealingtrilogy.com. The book is being sold everywhere in Kindle, paperback, hardcover, and audiobook. My new book is called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing. Thank you, and welcome to the fifth dimension. In today's three-dimensional world, it's easy to get physically and emotionally sick. Raising your consciousness is crucial to healing. Kimberly Meredith has channeled a healing meditation CD that helps you to heal by helping you to elevate your consciousness. People have been healed just by listening to this CD, which lifts you away from third-dimensional pain, worry, and fear and into the fifth-dimensional higher cosmic consciousness, where you can access healing for body and mind as you surrender to the higher self of love and light. For more information, please visit www.thehealingtrilogy.com and click on Store. 
That's www.thehealingtrilogy.com. Or just Google The Healing Trilogy Meditation Healing CD, and Google will connect you. Hi, this is Kimberly Meredith. As a spiritual healer, I'm often asked, Kimberly, can I be healed? The answer is, with God, anything is possible. And yes, you can be healed through the power of God. Your friends and family can be healed. Even animals can be healed. Please visit TheHealingTrilogy.com to learn more about my process and my services. My office is located in Sherman Oaks. I offer intuitive medical scans and psychic surgery for you and your loved ones. At The Healing Trilogy, we treat adults, children, and animals. We offer medical scans, mediumship counseling, cold laser acupuncture, cold laser therapy, holistic health, nutritional plans, and many other services. We also have meditation CDs, and I Skype around the world on Fridays. Sign up for my newsletter, and you'll receive a free CD. You'll also be informed about my upcoming healing events. Log on to TheHealingTrilogy.com. Bless you. So we are back, the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. And we have my special guest, Steve Dempsey, here. And we're honoring his father, Donald Lewis Dempsey. He just passed, and um, but he's with us. He's with us. And um, we are um, having a special night honoring also Memorial Weekend, dedicating people that have also passed and um, sending prayers to everybody around the world, raising our vibration of love and light and holiness and healing and understanding that as we raise the healing of our higher consciousness, we raise the healing of peace on earth, accepting the healing mission of the awakening. And um, we're taking calls tonight and we're helping relieve um, any kind of stress and trauma. And um, Steve's here to help us tonight and we're raising this vibration. So we're going to take another caller. Hi, Kimberly. We actually have Patricia on the line. Okay, great. Patricia, you're live. I guess we don't have Patricia on the line. We have Elizabeth on the line. Hold on. Let me connect her. Elizabeth, you're alive with Kimberly. Hi. Hi, Elizabeth. Nice to have you on our show tonight. Thank you. Gosh, so I don't where know are you from, started. Elizabeth, and um, how can we <laughs> assist you tonight here? Um, I'm from Chicago, and um, I have been having some weird health problems the last five years. Um, one of them, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia from trauma. And I won't get into the whole story of what trauma it was and what caused it, but um, um, basically my doctors here put me on a medication that said we solve all my problems, and I basically slept the last two years away. Um, and I Googled this drug and found out there were side effects, all sorts of horrible things, and I weaned myself off of it. And oh. um I'm tr- I feel like I've been coming back to life for the last year now that I've been off of this horrible medicine, and I do not trust my doctors. I do not trust the health system. They wrote a statement saying I had no quality of life, and that's not true, and I really want to heal. But not only that, I would like to know what is the source of this, if that is possible. The source of the source of these weird medical issues that have popped up. Um, I would need to know more about what your symptoms are because I'm not getting anything really. I, I, okay. I, you didn't tell us what you got going on. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You're um, saying medical. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, it's fibro- yeah. fibromyalgia, osteoarthritis. Yeah, so fibromyalgia and osteoarthritis is an immune attack. So there's many things that could go on with all of that. 
Um, you could all, you could take a session with me if you want, like an hour session, um, because that's a gamut of things. It could be anywhere from having toxic exposure to something in your food that you're eating. Um, I'm picking up, you know, something you were involved with maybe like almost nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have been around, yeah. Um, emotionally, I do get a hit on that also. I get a hit between mm-hmm. emotional and something like toxic exposure-wise even. Yes, yes. That's exactly and I did it. get a, yeah, I did get that the medicine was just very negative, yeah. The medicine was, you know, you, you wouldn't have known that, that the medicine wasn't going to help you help you out at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do get that you are moving forward. I do get that. Um, I do get a good a good hit on that. Um, but I do get that you were involved in some sort of chemical or environmental, uh, both environmental and emotional situation. Yes. Yes. That's exactly yeah. it. When, when you say fibromyalgia and um, are, you're saying you're arthritic or inflammation, um, that is that that they're saying it's not all it's not all of that that's all they're saying they they they're agreeing it is somewhat of that but it's not all of that mhm yeah i do get from just speaking to you and and reviewing you as much as i can as a psychic that a lot of it is and just very short um reading um there is still a lot going on in your lower um, um, small and large intestinal tract, and I don't know if that makes sense to you. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, maybe that's where it's originating from, but I haven't really gotten any proof of that. I don't know. I, I guess it's something maybe I need to look at. Yeah, it is. It is. That would be the root cause. There is some issue oh, there. And and so I know a lot of people want to go run and detox, but that would be the worst thing you could do. Oh, wow. 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 That's, yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, I've been reading, like, how to heal naturally from fibromyalgia and some other things. And they kept saying it's trauma. It's trauma. It's the stuff you went through. It's where you lived. And, you know, I can't change that, but how to go forward is, you know, the 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 question how you know i think i've done a lot of things on my own and now my doctor's saying i'm non-compliant well i don't want to be drugged up like i was the last two well years. i'm saying de- detox detoxing meaning not with not with trauma detoxing with with uh, chemicals or foods or things like that you don't want to detox that way yes yes exactly yeah um i don't know what you mean about trauma um, like what you said, like I was in uh, an emotional situation and it was a toxic, uh, like physically toxic, like I think it was mold or something like that in the home. There was something in the home that was making me physically ill. And then when I moved out. Yeah, my guides and my angels are saying you're absolutely on your pathway to getting a lot better. Um, it's I don't know if you've read my new book called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. Once you're in the path of understanding how to get better and the good things to eat and drink and do and meditate, it's easy to start um, gaining a speed of it, you know, programming mm-hmm. your energy field and you start to get better uh, quickly. Oh, so I perfect. do feel um, a good sense of that for you. So um, oh, I'm thank you for calling in and um, you. you know how to get in contact with me if you want to do a longer reading and I a more in-depth reading about certain things and um but i do feel that just quickly some of it is coming from your lower intestinal tract and it does go up into the um, energy of the brain um but it's not something it can't be taken care of okay great thank you all right thank you so much And we're going to send some major prayers out to everybody that called in today um, because we want to make sure everybody knows that the guides here are higher dimensions of energies and Christ's light consciousness and want to heal everybody that calls in and everybody that's listening. Maybe sometime Steve can come back on and bring his music. That would be fun. 
we could figure out a way to to have it happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Steve, your music is so amazing. Thank you. <clears throat> tell people tell people somewhat about your music a little bit, real quick, before we take the next call. Um. Oh, it's really. I guess it's hard to describe when you're talking about what you do, but um, I've been playing all since uh, four. I started picking up playing with just my right hand. I uh, got into lessons from 9 to 15 and then played in jazz bands in high school and college and got my degree in music. Um, but I always say that my uh, influences is, comes from all types of music. If I like the music, I listen to it. And if something speaks to me, I tuck it away. And um, sometimes it comes back out when I compose my music. So... Um, I've been told that uh, I, I'm very good with uh, melodies, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people have told me when they heard my music instrumentally that uh, it sounds like something that uh, they would hear playing on the film score or a movie or, or something uh, behind uh, um, something creative. So um, it wanted me to want to uh, pursue that. Um, that's why I got my degree in music um, and now that I'm doing uh, some scoring for film um, it's really uh, fun to explore that creative uh, avenue and then uh, I also have uh, a fun side where uh, I like uh, rock and funk and blues and jazz and um, I've been working on uh doing some more drills and and things to improve that. I'm always learning. Uh, I've been playing for a very long time, but you can always learn uh, something new. And uh, when you learn it, it's it's fresh, so it it, it inspires to uh, make new music based on uh, some new things that you take into it. So um, I just feel like a lot of the lyrics I write uh, have uh, a love theme to them. Um, I have a song called Hold the Light. I have a song called Looking for That Feeling, uh, Go Sign. It's all about positivity in your life. Um, If you're having a a rough time, um, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And I try to put that into uh, words, uh, lyrics uh, in my music. Yes. You are, I mean, your music is just unbelievable. I mean, I remember the first time I heard it when I was at Days of Our Lives. Um, Oh, no, Young and Restless it was. I mean, I was like, it's like Academy Award music and beyond. I mean, it could be soundtracks to major, major movie soundtracks, Academy Award winning. I mean, your music is phenomenal. I mean, I remember when I first was going out and doing my first um, performance mediumship work, you were the first one on my mind that had to play me opening up on stage. In fact, you were at the Los Angeles Conscious Life Expo on stage playing with me. Um, You're so humble. And this guy, Steve Dempsey, is an amazing musician. You go from music that could be like, I don't know, like put an example like um, the prayer type music with like Josh uh, Groban to like hardcore Tom Petty. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to uh, go whichever way your heart tells you to go. Where are you playing next? Tell everybody. Um, well, today I was playing at home. I was uh, creating some no. new things. But uh, are you playing out somewhere next? Are you playing out? Uh, somewhere I next? don't. I don't have any. I don't have any dates uh, for anything with the band. Um, I do have a rehearsal, but you know, uh, <laughs> we've had a had a little break because uh, I was dealing with uh, helping my mom with uh, yeah getting uh, my dad's details and and plans in place and. 
Yeah. So uh, we're going to get back together in the studio on Sunday and start uh, okay. playing music again, and then we'll be looking for trying to uh, play out. Yeah. Summer is always a good time to do it. Yeah, because sometimes you're doing some professional, big professional gigs you have planned. You do. We used to do uh, like the LA Marathon. We were there every yeah. year for like 13 years. Played at Dodger yeah. Stadium for for outside events, Rose yeah. Bowl, Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, it, we played some very big crowds. And, so if people uh, want to follow, if people want to follow you, because our show's almost over now. If people want to follow you, you have a Facebook page, like if they want to find your music or things that you're doing, or Instagram? Yeah, we have uh, Core Band, uh, C-O-R-E uh, Band is uh, for Facebook. Uh, we okay, have a, Core a page. Band, C-O-R-E, yeah. Core, yeah. Core. Okay, the so band's we, name we have is Core. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and, uh, I have another band that I play in called the Zen Junkie Project, but we don't have a, a page up right now. That's more okay. of a original uh, jazz groove where the other one's a mix of originals and covers, like classic okay. rock. Okay, cool. All right, so before we go, let's say a prayer for everybody tonight. Um, do you want me to say the prayer or do you want to say the prayer, Steve? I'll let you do it. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, take us home, Kim. <laughs> okay. So um, let's see here. I'm going to say a prayer. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say one of my favorite prayers from my book. Um, let's see. Take it home. You are a musician. That's something musicians would say. Take it home. Take it home. Um, the one I want to say tonight is, I am the light. This is dedicated to your dad. Dearly beloved, we honor your loving presence in our lives. We thank you so much for everything you gave, all that you provided for us, the friendship, the family, despite the burdens that lie on all of our shoulders. We love you. Thank you. Thank you for filling us up for all the love, the light, for all the miracles, for the spirit, for the abundance, the happiness, the connecting, the healing, the heart the angels, the Holy Spirit, the humbleness. You are the light. We thank you faithfully for giving us the highest peace, the pure light, the healing. We are love. We are light. Namaste. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our beautiful show tonight. Thank you, Steve, for being with us. Thanks for having me. Yes. And we'll be back again on Tuesday. The Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. God bless everybody.